Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work? With strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi everyone and welcome to The Big Big Ones! Each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The questions can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see? Lauren Lapkus. Oh, wow. I don't know. Well, you'll find out. I think out. you will. I you hope will. so. I think, yeah. I feel pretty confident about where I stand um, morally. Mm. Oh, good. Um, but I don't know. We'll find out. Interesting. Yeah. What do you think gave you your strong moral center? <laughs> um, maybe being from the Midwest. Oh, yeah. I think there's some of that. Where are um, you from in the Midwest? I grew up in Evanston, right outside of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that there's some level of, I don't know, just the way people are there where you have to like stay true to what you believe or yeah. something. People call you out. Yes. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got my moral center from my Catholic education. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel still um, under the um, oppression of that? Of, yeah, of Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I do. I'm going to just try. I was trying to find a word that didn't um, put my own opinion on it. Will you turn me up just a tad? I just, I'm, Amanda, I'm just, just, yes, this is me talking and I am talking now. Hello. Hello. Okay. Okay. That should be good. Um, I I can get a little loud. Okay. Okay, guys. So that's, now we're back. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I never know what Maria's going to cut or what she edits it or what she's not going to cut. So I just try and, uh, you know, act like it's all going to stay in. And that's your creative choice to just leave in. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she doesn't listen. (laughs) I actually, I do listen. No, you don't. Sometimes. But I hear it firsthand. That's why I always say. Do you listen to your podcast? Oh, God, it really depends. Sometimes I listen before releasing so I make sure I didn't say something crazy. Like on 3DM, we get into like personal discussions and sometimes we share things that we wouldn't have shared on Mm -hmm. the podcast. Right. And then I'll realize, oh, I really don't want people to know that. Or... Like, oh, that opinion is just going to be annoying on Twitter. Like, people are going to say something to me about that. So I'm just going to cut that out. Mm. So sometimes I find things I've said where I was like, oh, I was too free right there. Yeah. No, I do that quite a bit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I look out for everyone. I don't just look out for myself. Really? I did notice there were some things because I did re-listen to the episode we did um, with Chris Smith where we were Mm -hmm. talking about uh, would you want the perfect version of your spouse um, based on that movie, uh, The The One One I I Love. Love. And I did notice you took a couple things I, I set out. Oh, yeah. I took out the R-rated stuff. Yeah, like, you I kept know- it a little bit, but then I cut it before it got X-rated. Wow. <laughs> it wasn't good. Now you're making it seem worse. <laughs> I love I want to hear it. It was just her going, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? And you kept hitting oh, it. I was just doing it. It's called innuendo, girls. <laughs> innuendo. <laughs> innuendo. <laughs> innuendo. <laughs> It's innuendo, isn't it's it? It's innuendo, but it sounded like you were saying it's an innuendo of innuendo. 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 Oh, like, he wants to go innuendo. <laughs> innuendo. <laughs> Dang. God, no, this is all getting cut out. <laughs> I can't stand that. It's, yeah, Maria likes to keep things sick. PG. Okay, okay. I like, I, that's good I'll to know. Do, I'll I'm... do a PG-13, um, an F word every now and then. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. What a prude. One or two per episode. Interesting. And what's that for you? Like, why do you feel like it's just not necessary? Um, I don't know. Like, if no, it, it can be, but I don't know. It just uh, for some reason, it's not like I choose to. Well, I do when I edit. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. It I don't just know. Hits you in a way, and you're like, that doesn't need to be there. Yeah, yeah. I don't find uh, dirty Bl- blue thing- humor just too funny. Okay, 
Well, yeah. I won't be talking too much today. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm, I'm able to not do it. <laughs> I'm not saying blue humor isn't funny. You know, I love a, 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 a what's a Farrelly Brothers movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no prude. <laughs> well, Lauren, we like to at the beginning. Sorry, I'm um, sitting like a jock. No, I think it's really cool. Is this what a jock sits like? I've got my arm up on my uh, a, a chair. That's... It's like it's waiting for your girlfriend to sit under. Your yeah, arm. I yeah. do find that I like my arms up like this. Yeah. yeah, it helps with your posture, maybe. Or yeah, do you, I mean I don't sit up straight at all. And sometimes when I sit up straight, I think, can you imagine if I w- walked in here and just sat like this oh during my the God. podcast? Yeah, you'd be, it's a, so you'd be a nerd. It would be so weird. <laughs> that's why you got to sit like this. You got to lounge. Oh my God. I had a friend in middle school who was a dancer and she oh, always yeah. sat perfectly. And I was like, so uh, annoying. That is really annoying. Yeah. She's not your friend anymore. I bet. <laughs> We're um, casual friends. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. But keep her at arm's length, I think. <laughs> just, just to be careful. <laughs> but your arms get shorter when you stand up straight. So it gets a little harder to like reach for things, I oh. find. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of true because like it's yeah, like like if I was sitting like oh, this, interesting because yeah, you can really <laughs> yeah, you can when you when you slouch, you can really reach out and grab things. When you stand up straight, you're really it's like you're at a table setting. Yeah, do you know what I mean. Everything needs to be right in front of you. Yeah, I, I remember like wanting to do that experiment where you like strap yourself to your chair uh-huh. and see how if my I could make my back straight because when I was growing up I was really slouchy all the time and like trying not to be tall because you're tall right yeah yeah, yeah. You're, what are you like five five ten five ten yeah wow how tall are you I'm five seven you seem tall yeah I'm a big five seven. Oh, she looks small to me <laughs> really really it's just because I oh bitch, <laughs> please <laughs> I was actually looking at myself in the bathroom because I'm wearing these kind of like big pants now that are stylish for women that are like big white are they like, the trousers. Jesse Cam pants. I don't know what these are, but I, of course, yeah. I, like I buy all my clothes at the Crossroads in Pasadena. So they oh, good be for anything. you. Yeah, I really do. They've got great. Okay, I say it all the time. I'll say it again. They've got the best stuff. Like these are, dude. I want to do that. Like four hundred dollar pants. I got them for twenty five dollars with the tax still Jesus on them. Jesus Christ. I know, but I also think people Stand are running. Uh, okay, yeah, we do want to see them. But anyway, and I'll take a picture and post it online so people don't feel left out. But anyway, I. I was thinking that these pants made me feel like a tiny child dressing in her dad's like oh trousers. yeah i have a pair skinny like that dad. and it <laughs> what, you say? skinny dad oh that's nice skinny dad that's the best any of us could hope for over 30 <laughs> to be the size of a skinny dad i have some wide leg pants and i posted a picture of um just my like ankle to foot at one point because it was i was like it was just a cool picture. <laughs> it sounds like it. You know, it was like I was in Tokyo and it like was a cool background and sure, so then it was yeah. like and my sock had a cool image on it or whatever. It was a smiley face winking. But okay. <laughs> and then someone was like, I thought this was Kevin Smith's leg. Because it was like <laughs> Why? No. But that's post because it was like the wide leg pant, a sock, and then like a sneaker. <laughs> that's really funny. And I was like, Oh, it does look like that. Oh, it's really no. funny. Oh, that's a fun image. That's a soothing image. Yeah. Well, a wide leg pant with a skinny little ankle. I will say overall I do like the, the is, wide leg the wide leg pants. I like it too. Yeah, I'm I'm accepting of it. I couldn't wear it without feeling self conscious. I know, I really wish I just like if I could just like take your brain out of your own head and just have your lifeless body and try it and I dare dress you. it up i would like you just have the best figure for all totally clothes. what's the fear with the wide leg like you'd feel like you're putting on a whole affect or something yeah i it, wouldn't yeah. feel i feel like i'm <clears throat> i'd be i'd be um <laughs> i'd be lying that's how I feel about big hats. Oh. Like, who do I think I am with this hat? <laughs> but yeah, where are you trying to wear these big hats to? Just down the street, like anybody. And I, <laughs> and I can't. It's not possible. I've never gotten out the door. I can wear a sun hat at the beach or at a pool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a, a hat every day, I feel like a fraud. Like a wide brim like hat like whatever these people are wearing you don't yeah I, I mean i'm really only wearing a wide-brimmed hat like out by a pool or, yeah. or for actual sun um to keep sun off of my face I, not for hipster purposes no yeah. no i too am self-conscious about a, a fashion hat yeah. i dress to be ignored not to be seen <laughs> like that's truly it's it's please don't look at me let me let me through wow i kind of love it uh, well i guess but then the mentality but you do have to wonder like what 
is that? What why? are you hiding? What am I hiding? Yeah. What are you I'm afraid of? Hiding behind I'm hiding behind my my tea my tea and my skinny jeans. I know. I would just love some time to just dress dress you though. What would you do? Yeah. Well I'd I, love I would get her in some high waisted sailor pants. Oh um, no. How long would you'd they be? You'd look cute in them. Yeah. I think they, go the, they can go to the they can hit the ankle. They don't have to be yeah. cropped. You're not gonna put me in a wedge. No, I wouldn't do a wedge on you. I, well, this is what season am I dressing you for? I don't know. What you fall? tell me. Let's do fall. So, okay, so for fall. Okay, so for fall, I'm going to do... Okay, and this is like an... Okay. For, <laughs> oh, my God. For fall, I'm doing you... I'm just going to do the wide legs because we've been talking about yeah. it. So I'm going to do a little high-waisted boot-cut wide leg trouser. I know, I know. I'm going to put you in some tennis That's shoes. That's cute. Trouser, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna a put- boot cut? Like a straight down boot cut? Oh, no, sorry. Not a boot cut, but it like goes to the ankle. A bit, and a bit wide? And a bit wide, yeah. Um, but, but kind of like how these pants are cut, but they don't have to be cropped. So that okay. it can be like, you know. And then I'm going to put you in a tennis shoe. What kind of tennis shoe? Like a, um, uh, like a, a cute hip, um, go- like a gola. Do you yeah. know Gola tennis mm-hmm. shoes? I have a pair. They're just like, they're just cute, really simple okay. tennis shoes. Yeah. With maybe like a colorful stripe. It's almost yeah. like cool for you because it's less of a brand even. So you're yeah. in a sense mm-hmm. doing what you want by being like very yeah simple. Like don't, don't read any. Yeah, like, don't there's read nothing to read this. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't read into this. This has no name. Yeah. And, and then um, let's say the pants are like a um, army green color. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 And then I'm going to just put you in a camo like, tee. <laughs> with a big backpack <laughs> helmet <laughs> i'm gonna just put you in a crisp um t-shirt like maybe a, i mean you're think, not dressing me too differently no. i think crisp white t-shirt tucked in yeah and then maybe like a little necklace yeah right I, i'm a thin it, gold chain cool you know who my style icon is do you know who my style icon is and i'm gonna tell this to you both I've got two, I can't wait. I got two is style icons. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got two style icons and I'm going to tell you guys who they are right now. Okay. And I don't want any I don't want any pushback on this. OK, OK. I think I've heard maybe some of this before. Because here's the thing. I may not dress like them now, but I strive to. OK, number one. And this is more eye in the sky kind of thing. Sophia Coppola. That's cool. Because very plain, very yeah, look her up, Amanda. Just watch, watch as you see her with that. I have a feeling she's literally wearing that outfit that I yeah. just no, put you in. She would never wear those kinds. Of, <laughs> she wouldn't wear an she's army. She's kind of dressed as feminine, but she'll do like it's a feminine. It's a preppy feminine. Yeah, yeah that's good. Uh, let me this see, Amanda. Um, she's wearing a high waisted pant with almost an elastic waist with a short sleeve button down that goes to the elbow. My other is Emma Roberts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she Let's just Google cute. that. Yeah. Emma Roberts. I'm gonna put street style. Um, <laughs> okay. So yeah. So you're you're kind of going for like a menswear look, but like this is what I'm imagining you in, like a cute little vintage tee. Look this. This is what I, like some high waisted trousers. I love a high waisted, but with a boyfriend shirt. Like this is nothing's wrong with. She's this. doing plaids and stripes too. It's kind of fun. Oh, it yeah. is really mm-hmm. fun. Like this. This is totally doable for you. And you have her figure. You're kind of like a waif like So she yeah, is. this is a good idea. A cardigan with no, no visible shirt underneath, buttoned all the way up. <laughs> but there is one under there. But you we just have to, can't I'm see. giving you a shirt underneath because yeah. I'm guessing she's like braless right there and it's right. like too much for me, but tucked into a high-waisted pant. I mean, look at this street style. She's doing a crop. This isn't her best. <laughs> but anyway, we can all achieve this. I could talk about this all day, but Lauren, we need to get to your um, little big one. Let's hear your little okay. your little dilemma. This is a dilemma that's it's not mine, but I feel safe say, saying it. Um, so I have um, basically there are some people in my life. I'll just be, keep it vague, and there are a lot of children involved. Mm. And the children on one, so it's two families, and the kids are friends, and one kid got lice. <gasps> And then the other family found out that their two kids had license. So did they (gasps) parents and that kid, the mom texted and was like, so-and-so has lice. Do you guys still want to hang out on? Do you guys want to hang out on Wednesday? Basically like not even saying you might have it. Basically they found out from him, them saying he has lice and 
do you want to hang out on Wednesday? They check for lice on their children, find all the lice, mm. and then think, why would you want to hang out on Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. But so I feel like it's like one of those things of, is it mean to blame that? Because they what, the lice did seemingly come from that child. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a rude thing to blame them for? Can you say we don't want to hang out? Can you like, is that, is that quarantining in a bad way or is that okay? It's hard because like when you have lice, do you still send your children to school? I think they did. I think that I remember there being lice outbreaks in my school and we, everyone still went, but you just had to wear your hair in braids. What? Yeah. That doesn't seem to solve it because like little boys get Right. I know. Well, I have a problem with parents sending their sick kids to school. Yeah. I have a problem with, I mean, like just that sense of like, no, it's fine. Just go. It's so selfish. And the idea of just get what a go spread it and everyone can get it and get it out of their system like or like chicken pox or something where it's like just give it to them. Like I feel like lice Lice are terrifying to me because my mom was a first grade teacher for 40 years. And so Mm. she was constantly boiling our hairbrushes. It was like always happening, like preemptively, like, let's just do everything. And would you guys eat the stew that she (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. That was great, Maria. Thank you. You were so hopeful with the question. Um, And we never got it as far as I remember. I don't think I ever had lice. Really? Um, yeah, I don't remember ever having it. I remember my friend getting it, and all of her toys had to be bagged up. Oh, um, and what are lice? They're these little creatures that oof. just kind of—they're little nitty balls, like little like little eggs. And and uh, and if you don't take care of them, what happens? They can just keep multiplying. Oh, and you have to comb them out with a little comb, and then you have to like use anti lice shampoo. Got it. Yeah, but I w- I felt like. And I know everyone involved pretty intimately. Why would you think you can still hang out on Wednesday? Yeah. So let me just clarify from my own brain. So there was um, family A and family Family B. B. They both have kids. Family A, they had hung out. And given each other life. Yes. Yeah, so it know? started somewhere. We, but we don't know where ground zero was for we life. We don't, but we guess it was family external. A. Yeah. I Okay. I see. So then, but family A now knows they have lice and they're saying, hey, do you guys want to still hang out? <laughs> Does everyone involved have lice already? Do they know that, that family B has lice? I think that the question of... My child has lice. Do you want to hang out on Wednesday? Was before they realized the second family realized our kids also have lice, and so do we. That's just weird. Like it just it's doesn't just make like sense. No. Yeah. I mean, I think you just have to say no. And yeah, then I think when you ha- find out they do have lice, you definitely still don't want to. In my opinion, you definitely still don't want to hang out because you're just going to keep passing it back and yeah. forth because you someone have to needs get- to educate them. I mean, it just sounds so strange to the, like. I just don't understand. I guess I don't understand either. I'm confused. I found it crazy. But then I thought, is it rude to say no? No. No, It's right. And you should tell them you should go. And I would suggest not going around other kids because this is very uh, contagious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that family A knows that there's something off with this request because they're giving (laughs) them the out. Like, I I have a feeling that they're kind of like... Hey, we get it, but maybe they're like don't want to be cooped up in the house. Yeah. So what? This does scare me about having kids. Like we used to have, they'd call them lice checks at school. Yeah, so they comb in your hair. Yeah, and it always felt so. It good. hurt. Oh, I didn't really? like it. I have a really tough head though, so I like love having my hair. <laughs> yeah, you pulled. can't get anything through there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always hated it because it would pull your hair and like look like in all the sections oh i got i love that but i would go home and go mom check my hair for lice like i'd ask (laughs) her that all the time as a way to get her to rub my head Uh, did you get those mm. tests at school i feel like maybe once or twice but i don't remember there being a lice outbreak ever in in my school and and why do kids get it so much i think because I guess my assumption is that they're filthy. No, because it's it's nothing to do with being unclean. I feel like they try to really the lice people were really trying to make you aware that like this doesn't mean you're dirty. 
What does it mean? They just jump. They spread. I don't know where they start, though. Can you but Google that? You yeah. don't see, like... Like, where do they begin? You don't see it happening in colleges. Right. It's definitely children, but why? Yeah, because you would, it would seem like it would happen in yeah. environments like that. Uh, the microscopic insects, first of all, what are lice? The microscopic insects live in your hair close to your scalp. Head lice must feed off another living body in order to survive. Their source of food is human blood, Ew, which they get true? from your scalp. <gasps> Head lice can't fly and aren't airborne and can't live in water very long away from their oh, host. Oh, that's nice. So <laughs> they where, miss you. <laughs> where do they come from? from close personal contact you'd have to basically have like head-to-head because kids are always doing stuff like that and there's if you share combs brushes towels hats or other um personal why don't adults get it i mean i guess they do but only when you're around your right but why don't where why 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 do kids have to be so filthy all the time well they get also kids like it's the same thing as they're spreading their sicknesses all the time so like when i used to work around kids a lot i would get sick i'd get like really bad colds and flus and stuff like like once a month just because kids are so they're just filthy i mean they are they really are yeah well because they're not washing their hands they're going and then they just like wipe their nose and then touch a thing and they don't is ever it, is it wrong to put gloves on your kid <laughs> like is that crazy yes like have the kid have the kid wear gloves at school you're gonna raise a bubble boy well and the kids the kids were all going to school as far as i know during all no of this. no and i think that is sick no it is sick i I, the, I don't know what's grosser the that or the lice no one seems to really know why kids get lice. They said it might be something linked to a particular scalp pH balance. Oh, but oh. Um, I think I think if your kid's sick, if you're if anything is spreadable, you gotta suck it up, keep your kid home, yeah. just be conscious that the other that other families don't want to get it. Right. Yeah. So it says once you turn twelve, um, there's your pH on your head changes so i think it's harder for the lice to get up there this is fascinating well yeah. we should invent like a ph helmet <laughs> i right? mean yeah am i wrong I, boy. you're not wrong <laughs> i just i think the science is just waiting for us to anyway yeah i say my my beliefs about lice are like stay inside deal with the problem and just why would you want to risk infecting other people yeah and then i was mentioning this to a friend and she said that when she was little this is a little bit different but when she was little she was playing at her friend's house and or her friend was playing at her house and her mom realizes that the daughter has chicken pox Mm. and she called the other mom and was like oh my daughter has chicken pox if you want to come get your daughter and she was like no just let them play and let her get it (gasps) and then she did but I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Because it, it like kids ha- kind of have to get. But now there's chicken. a vaccine. I think that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember my brother getting chicken pox, and my f- parents <clears throat> not really caring. I was around him so that I could just get it too. Yeah. But because then, if you don't get it, you can get measles. Like, or what's the other or shingles? No, or whatever. I've what had shingles, it? which you can only get if you have had chicken pox. Oh. You get it three times. I don't know why there's like a limit. <gasps> was shingles horrible? Oh, it was the worst thing ever. And what is that? That's sh- that's like pain, like shooting oh my God. pain. So it started actually that I had a lump in my armpit, and I was like at UCB, being like, "Why is there this lump in my armpit?" I usually I was kind of getting scared, but I didn't know it was just weird. Yeah, and then um, Matt Walsh was like go to the doctor and i was like oh like i just feel like i don't i needed like an older person to tell me to go to the doctor yeah <laughs> the next day i was like already it had already changed so much and i was in like searing pain on my back i had this like rash on my back in one spot it can only happen on one side of your body i guess so like the lump happened on the same side as the rash it's a lymph node that's like clogged and it hurt so bad. It hurt like someone was holding a pot to my back, like a boiling pot. <gasps> and I had to take steroids. And then they, um, I had to put this like patch on it. But it's con- it is, it can be contagious. So it was like hard to have people like, I didn't want people to touch it, but I needed someone to help me put it on my back. It was yeah. so bad. Oh no! It was how, horrible. How long did that go on it for? It lasted for like, 
I want to say like 10 days or something. Like it was a pretty long time. And then I guess I can get it two more times. And actually when I talk about it, I feel it. Like it feels like I can feel the area. Oh my God. It was horrible. That's awful. I know. Well, guys, be careful out there. To me, that question is like, obviously don't hang out. But I feel like it's like you have to educate someone else. And that's where it feels uncomfortable. Like we are like, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you have to be, you just, I mean, it's crazy. That's crazy because you're putting other kids in the line of fire. But maybe some people think lice is like no big deal. But lice isn't like chicken pox where if you've had it, you don't get it again. Really? Like, I feel yeah. like if you don't get rid of it, it would keep showing up. Like you have yeah. to like really get rid of it. I, but I would like to hear if we have listeners who have kids, maybe we're missing something. Yeah. Or if any kids are listening. <laughs> or <laughs> any lice. I'd love to get a kid's perspective. I'd love to get a license perspective. Me too. Yeah. So before we get into the big, big one, we have to do our ask. Oh, that's so true, Amanda. So, Lauren, we do our ask for rate and review um, at the beginning of the podcast because scientifically people listen to you more. Uh-huh. And that's how men do it. So we are trying to do it like how yes. the boys do it because they get more listeners. Now, I said on Twitter, I on the Big Ones account, I said breaking news like if we get 500 reviews by the end of like last week or whatever we'll do a live stream of the show mm-hmm. and it will be a call-in show now something must have happened or something because i think we only got 10 new reviews <laughs> and are you talking like an actual uh, hello i'm rating and reviewing or just a five star doesn't matter it doesn't either. matter either either okay. so only 10 people you know what? I think if you're listening and you didn't go do it, you're a loser and you're mean. Because <laughs> when people say this very little thing that takes one second of your life yeah. will help my life, you should go do it. And I actually really feel this about GoFundMes. I feel like not not necessarily for like, you know, people's project you don't believe in, but for like somebody who has cancer and needs a dollar, yeah. go put a dollar on the page. Yeah. It takes two seconds. This is equal to that <laughs> yes go review it it takes one second thank you thank, thank you, you. Yeah. and it helps people it really does it does and we need it and that's just like it's so embarrassing for us to put something out there like that on twitter and mm-hmm. and just thinking we're going to get this big response to our contest. oh i didn't think that well don't leave them hanging you have to go do it you're listening right now and you haven't done it when's the deadline <sighs> should we give a deadline by next week next time uh yeah, well, next week. Next week, if we're not at five hundred, maybe that's the thing. Maybe they need the deadline. Yeah, I think that's true because I'm a procrastinator, so I yeah. definitely need a deadline. So if we're not by, uh, if we're 500, not at five hundred by next week, what are we going to do? Next Tuesday. Next. I'm going to go home and do it. You will. Thank yes. You. Lauren, that's Why would nice. I not do it? Thank you. Thank you. That's the attitude. But everyone needs to do it. Steve Agee did it. See? He did. Yeah, if he's got time. He's like on a set right now. I know. See, he did it. Oh, my God. You I'll, guys. I'll read you guys one because oh, yeah. sometimes we like to read them just so people know that their voice is being heard. Yeah. This is from Big Ones Fan 39. Wow. This one of the best. This is one of the best ones. I've been listening to these guys since I heard their first episode on James Bonding. I've been meaning to write a review, but just never got around to till now. See? See? While watching Goosebumps on Freeform. That's right. Wow, baby. Amanda, checks That's coming right. your way. Oh, and, uh, you're in that? Yeah. Oh and my, God. my cop costume <laughs> is for sale on some no. weird website for a couple Are hundred you serious? dollars. Yeah. That's hilarious. So Goosebumps is awesome. It was really fun. That's so cool you got to do that. Now it says, Amanda Lund cracks me up every time. Wow. Now then they kind of say this, which I'm not 100% on board. I also really enjoy Maria. Well, at least you got a shout out. They're the best duo since Batman and Robin. I look forward to these episodes every week. Well, we know that I'm Batman. If you want to say that, yeah, no, because I am Batman because of my resemblance to Val Kilmer. Okay, then I'm the Joker. Oh wow, yeah, I see that. Just the toothy smile. There's something there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're the Joker. Yeah, I'm Penguin. I'm just visiting. (laughs) (laughs) You are Penguin. I'm two. I'm Two Face. I'm Poison Ivy. No, girl. (laughs) I'm the Iceman or whatever his name is. Freeze. (laughs) What is his name? Is that his name? I think it is, but I I could easily be wrong and they'll come for me. I can't think of any other ones. The Um, Riddler. Catwoman. Yeah. Batgirl. Yes. Yes. All right, guys. We also have a a Patreon. Join that for as little as $1 a month. You get two extra 
episodes per month that no one else could hear for a dollar for as little as a dollar that's really good but you can you could get more if you have the yeah. right all right so let's take a little break uh, i'm truly going to be embarrassed if there's no ad but uh <laughs> <laughs> there really might be an this ad is hilarious. <laughs> there, there might not be an ad if there's not know that we're we're blushing yeah, yeah, yeah. okay we are red we'll come back at you after this ad hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh no, I fear it. <laughs> I fear what they didn't hear. But if you did hear an ad, that's great. That's cute. Sometimes the ads are not just us hawking stuff, too. Um, it's like they'll dynamically insert just like some woman. Wait, like who does? Well, um, our ad sales partners at Acast, they, they'll they put in an ad. Oh, They For dynamically like insert everything. Well, sometimes they're just like radio commercials. And it depends on where you're listening. So like if you're in Tampa oh. listening, you might have an ad for like, Tampons. Tamp- tampons tampons yeah it's all connected by how things sound <laughs> so should we get to our big big one yeah do you have it or do you want me to read it or that's yeah. actually cool though because some people did hear an ad and some maybe didn't but then you kind of anyone who didn't hear one know that other people did so yeah it's oh, not that's like so good yeah it's not like we're it's not, not like there's no do, ads there are it's like, ads there you're are pro- it's just you you're in an area the only one that yeah. didn't hear it mm-hmm. oh, let's um, hope so Okay, Amanda. Now, this is from Angela Sagiamo. Mm-hmm. So, this is a listener wrote in okay. and gave us Okay, okay I'm excited. So, this is our big, big one. Okay. okay. You are a smart, successful, and dashing detective in the Miami Homicide Division. Whoa. Everything seems to be going swimmingly. You are solving murders left and right. You have a wonderful partner, and together you have two beautiful adopted children. Not to mention, you've got a swimming pool. One day, you are digging in your backyard to plant some sunflowers, and you discover a whole bunch of dog bones. Being the clever detective that you are, you quickly realize who is to blame. You take your 10-year-old son aside, and he admits everything. He just can't help it, and he can't stop. Give... Given your experience with serial killers, you know this is a compulsion and that even therapy won't curb his appetite. (laughs) You love your son more than anything and want him to live a successful life, but you can't in good conscience let him do whatever he wants. Do you help him by creating a moral code outlining who he can and cannot kill? Remember, you're a police detective who knows where all the pervs and killers are and have a normal life? Or do you keep him locked away living a solitary and unfulfilled life? Wow. And this, of course, is from the pilot of Dexter. I forgot that the dog bones were in Dexter. Dexter's one of my favorite shows. Oh, really? Are there dog bones in Dexter? And do they have a pool? I guess. (laughs) I don't remember the pilot, I guess. I guess if they're in Miami, they have a pool. Yeah. Uh, I will also say there is a similar plot line on the new season of Mindhunter. Yeah. Oh, with this. Mindhunter's good. Yeah, Mindhunter is good. So, um, um, okay. So, what do you do? I mean, look, so we know what Dexter, what happened to Dexter. Uh, right. Or maybe you don't. Uh, so, someone out there might not. Spoiler alert. The, his, his adopted, his adoptive father. Um, is a te- detective. He's what he witnessed his mother's murder. That's actually what I think. I don't know if dog bones are a part of Dexter. Maybe that I think was he, added maybe in. it was a that's a nice fun flavor. But he um he was like witnessed his mom's murder and was like a baby sitting in like a pool of blood when the detective found him oh, and then no. he adopted okay. him. Okay. So, okay. So and, and then probably he then was killing dogs or whatever. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Part. But he, the dad decides to teach him to be a killer who kills bad people, like killing rapists and murderers and yeah. stuff. So it's he uses his power for good. And right. he gets satiated by that. Yeah. 
And but it's still I mean, okay, so first, I think behind this question, there's another question, another moral question, which is, is it morally okay to kill evil people? I think yes, you do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think it is okay. I think um, if someone is a serial killer who kills people for no reason other than that they want to kill, I think it's okay for someone to kill them and just end the madness. Yes, right. it's still a. Un- it is questionable because, it, like, people, if you don't believe in the death penalty, which I, I don't necessarily believe in the death penalty, but I do believe that if it's proven that someone is very bad, you believe in getting even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think it's awful to kill um, someone who is attacking you, for example. Oh yeah, yeah. self defense. I'm a okay with self defense. There's something though, like if I knew that someone was a serial killer and then I like snuck into their house and while they were sleeping, just like injected them with a killer poison oh my god Ooh, that's a cool way to do it <laughs> yeah yeah oh wow. i come in through the, the air conditioning vents oh wow god. oh okay anyway i also <laughs> p.s side note i just watched the movie serial mom have you guys oh wow seen i haven't seen this? that since the 90s anyway it, it's crazy serial mom oh oh my gosh your phone just popped with serial <laughs> mom Ew, that is so scary get that thing away from me <laughs> maria what if I had that up the entire time <laughs> waiting for you to say it? That's so scary. But she kind of kills, she kills people who like annoy her. Oh, okay. Um, but I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's killing. Well, I don't, I don't think I would want to kill them. But you're like, if there was, some, uh, you feel safer with a Dexter in the world? Yeah. I kind of like the idea of Dexter, but I don't, I feel bad for anyone who loves Dexter. Because oh. he has this dark side that he can never express, and you can't know, or you'll be. And also, they're all victims. Ultimately, I mean, like everyone who he who loves him comes to an untimely demise. Yeah, that's so true. That's yeah. right. I mean, that's the thing, though. Now we have hindsight is twenty twenty, so we see kind of what happened to Dexter is yeah. that it became a tangled web of lies, and you're still going to end up with this big secret. It's not really much of a life. I wouldn't want my child. So if we're talking about, okay, you adopt a child who then is doing that. It's Let's a not very even different... say it's adopted. Let's just say this is your, your child. child. Regardless. I mean, I would think of it as my own, but I'm saying the idea that I can't control. I have no idea. There's no, I think the adopted element might be interesting in that there's no like history of this happening or something. So you have no like story of how this has right. been handled or what this could mean if that was something that was genetically passed down. It might not be. But I don't know what I would do because I th- I would not want to – I wouldn't want to set them up to kill other things. Right. I don't like the idea of saying, mm. let's put this towards killing animals that are about to die or something. You know, like – Maybe they could get a job in a slaughterhouse. That's what I was just thinking. But they like the, 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 the chase, like that – that right so like maybe go like, work at a veterinarian's office and like put down dogs or right something. dr death who's that dr death it's a podcast about a, a killer doctor is it on areas it is yeah you haven't heard it. <laughs> yeah i'm listening to it right now <laughs> so maria what are your thoughts off the bat i think yeah i mean that's a like uh, you know <clears throat> a magical way of thinking i guess to be like oh you've got this this thing well let's put it to good use let's right. kill you know but at but at the end of the day it's like well no i mean think of really putting that in your child's mind like think like of the idea yeah and like yeah. and like saying that's okay to i mean that's a lot that's that's going against everything human nature kind of tells us because these aren't people that have wronged the little boy these aren't things where the little boy feels like need for revenge or something like that where that's very a very human emotion these are just things where it's like set your sights on this it's like sniper kind of like just set your sights on this person and go and mm-hmm. sick them basically well it's someone with the impulse to kill and it's like a psychopathic response and it's scary because there really are people like this and you hear it's a kind of nurture versus nature thing though like if that is your nature can your nurture sort of change those impulses yeah Uh, you know but it sounds like kind of the bad seed situation Mm, a little bit yeah what was that there's like a bad seed was a a play yeah a little a little evil girl it was also a movie Mm -hmm. um but she was just the bad 
succeed. Her name was Rhoda, and she basically was just, she kills kills this little boy because he got an award she wanted. Wow. And she basically kills anyone that gets in her way and then manipulates, you know, her family to believe that she's this perfect little girl. What's the one with Macaulay Culkin? The good son. Yeah. Oh, that's a scary one, too. And then there's also Problem Child, which really <laughs> that scared That one is me. so scary. That one's terrifying. Yes. No, I was it is with the over to see if your phone was Siri up. is problem child terrifying no go away oh wow um when they sell the pea as lemonade do you remember that oh wow that's disgusting yeah, yeah. it was Horrible. scary would you want your child to kind of go into the system at an early age like would you trust like or would you try and kind of hide their impulses from the world Mm. it's so scary i mean have you read any psychopath books like there are like i've for some reason my book club read like three books the psychopath test and then there's like the sociopath next door and there's amanda's diary oh i don't know that oh (laughs) (laughs) i fell for it (laughs) i was like oh i want to read amanda's diary um can (laughs) um but but it sounds like from what i've read in those books that like there's there is no changing it so it's not like like they said like no therapy can help and it's not gonna but but some of those people end up just becoming they don't kill people but they become like high-powered whatever like in their in their job they're like they will climb the ranks without any regard for anyone else and like it's that's not necessarily the worst thing that could happen like I, i think killing is this where it becomes very scary because you don't know well, there's a different kind of... I, I'm not... Could you look up the difference between psychopath and sociopath? Sure. Just just because there's something... Yes, there's the people that have no regard for human life. Mm-hmm. And then there's the people that, that feed off of... Um, the The taking the life of other people. Like that's... You know right. what I mean? The like one they, one is very passive in that I'm not even going to worry about this person because... Ew, so I have a little chart here. Sorry to interrupt, but a psychopath is 1% of the general population and there's a silhouette of a man in like a suit. He looks hot. Yeah, and he does look hot. And then there's a sociopath, which is 4% of the general population. And he seems to be sort of like a Jason type figure where he's wearing a mask and holding a baseball bat. I feel like bat. it'd be the opposite, that I would think a psychopath would have the baseball bat. So a psychopath is likely to be educated and have a good career so this is more like american psycho uh-huh um a sociopath is like uh, well but he wanted to kill so uh, that's more that's more like a like a harvey weinstein yeah um yeah so they, there's a lot of crossover here and they say that they're kind of very similar but um they're both violent so what about this because i think i have uh, maybe a kind of a solution what you could do for your child okay so I'm always like, maybe there's a way that he could, my first thought was maybe there's a way he can funnel these impulses through some sort of artistic expression, mm-hmm. like maybe like painting or, or living them out in like a fantasy world in a way that would kind of um, take the place of actually killing anything. I like that. And then I was thinking, well, what about a virtual reality, like a simulation where he could, I mean, and this is still gross, but he could go into the simulation and um, murder whoever he wants and then hopefully get it out of his system i know the fear there is that like then it would give them the desire to do more because they'd be like, yeah that felt good and that's what they say it's kind of like you start small and then you work your way up you know like the, yeah. the golden state killer was like stalking and then he was creeping into people's houses and then he was killing single women home alone Ugh. and then he was going into couples houses and killing couples and it was just this escalation but you think with proper guidance maybe it could be managed mm. like if someone had to keep a I mean honestly I just want that kid out of the house <laughs> I would I'd want I want. know it's what's so scary let's do a quick improv just to okay. kind of get ourselves let's do two parents and then the, talking to the okay, kid so and they or just, do you want to be the kid or do you want to be I'll be the, the I'll be the a parent okay, okay. who okay. wants to be the kid Marie do you want to be the bad seed yeah I'll be dad you want to be mom mm-hmm. okay so we're so we'll sit you down um and we're gonna yeah okay honey yeah. Hey, hey, Jeremy, come on, have have a seat, okay? Um, here's a here's some chocolate milk. We're gonna have a little family discussion. Okay. Now I was digging in the yard, setting up my garden, and I hit something with my rake. Okay. Do you know what 
mother hit, Jeremy? No. You don't have a guess as to what mother may have found buried in the garden bed? A rock. It looked like a rock at first, and then it was a very long rock the size of size of Bastion's femur. You know Bastion? Remember how Mrs. McGillicuddy lost her dog a while ago? She put up flyers around? Yeah. Well, Bastion seems to be de- decomposing in the backyard in your mother's flower boxes. I found his collar. Around your bedpost. You should call Mrs. McGillicuddy. Okay, Jeremy. Now, I'm getting a little upset here because I know you know something. I'm just having a conversation with my son. Put the knife down. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know anything about it. No lies. No lies. Tell the truth. Yeah, okay. I killed Bastion. Oh, my God. How? Well, I took your garden shovel... Well, I tied Bastion to a tree. Oh, God. <gasps> Jeremy. You asked. Keep going. And I took a shovel, and I just started hitting him. Oh, my God. And then how'd you get it down to just the bones? <laughs> well, honey, I think it had been buried there a while. What? A year. I hope. Yeah, a year ago. Oh, I, I thought you... Well, that's a little better. I thought you had scraped off all of his skin and hair. Oh, although it would have been better if you had it's done a good something... Idea. Oh, sorry. Sharon. <laughs> and how did you feel when you were doing Good. this? Wow. That's the most alive you've sounded in years. What are you going to do? Send me away? What about Pearl? Yeah, Pearl too. Pearl was my first kill. The mini horse? <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, and do you feel sad about this? No, or sorry? I feel happy. So what you could you do? So you just got scared. We we're going to send you away. So yeah. what? What do you think would happen if we sent you away? They'd lock me up, and then what? I'd never be able to do my my art again. This is your art? No, my beats. Oh your, your beats? oh your music. Oh your beats. Yes. I do love your necklaces too. <laughs> oh your beats. Oh, okay. You are and a talented artist, Jeremy. This is what we're trying to say. You're a talented artist. You're a DJ. You make necklaces. You have so many skills, and yet here you are just killing helpless animals. You know we can't have this. Well, I can't stop. So what are you going to? Well, we're going to have to send you away. You're, you're going to go to military school. You're yes. going to military school. And you're going to kill humans. What's the- <laughs> but for the good guys? What What's that going to do? You're going to be. You're going to become a marine. Okay. I don't want anyone telling me what to do. Jeremy, ever. you have to. <laughs> it's the only way. <laughs> On okay and out. We actually did kind of find a solution. <laughs> well, but this is the thing. I actually think that there are psychopaths and sociopaths in the military, and it gets really scary. Like that one, or, or people lose their mind when they're out there. But right. that one um, was it the marine who was like shooting all the um, shooting everyone out in the sandbox. Oh, Yikes. yeah, he was like just shooting. People on yeah, people. but I think that's a little different than someone born with a taste for blood. But no, I think I'm saying I think there are some yeah. people who have that blood lust. Or that's why they would get into that. Yeah, and they yeah. go yeah. into the military to kind of act it out. And they probably in some cases do well. And maybe sometimes they keep it under control. But sometimes I think it, it gets out of control. Right. And then it, what happens when they come back, you know? Yeah. If you really think about being in the military, killing people, not having that be something you're interested in doing, but you just end up doing that and then you come back like of course you have yeah. PTSD. I mean, like, oh, oh my horrible God. Oh. That, would, that would be so awful i don't think having a kid like that um and there's also that tilda swinton movie we need to talk, talk about, about kevin, kevin. Yeah. oh that movie okay wait, what is that about so he's is he killing he's things? got a crossbow and it's and and he's he's i don't think he's ever he's just weird he's like off and she doesn't want to do anything about it. I saw it so many years ago. And basically, it at the end, he like kills a bunch of his classmates and, uh, spoiler, and the dad and the sister, wow. I believe, or the brother or whatever. And then Scary. she's the only one left living. And then she has to kind of show her face around town oh and my stuff God. like that. Tilda Swinton? Yeah. yeah. But it's... I, I I'm sorry, but you see this in your child. They are a danger to society. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel equipped to like deal with that really. And I know yeah. that would be hard, but I think I'd have to send that kid 
away. And hopefully they could get helped. I yeah. mean, it's not, I mean, like, it's not that we're putting them in chains. It's just like to be in a facility where you're taken care of. Yeah. But then again, if you're, what if you're not, what if you don't have the means to like, you have to go to some like government run. Right. I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know, but you, you can't, it's the life situation. Yeah. Jeremy Mm, killed a dog. Do you want to still play on Wednesday? (laughs) (laughs) It's basically the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep it away. All kids kind of experiment with like burning ants and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but not but a mammal. They don't kill mammals. Yeah, yeah there is a, a line. Maybe they'll pull the cat's tail. Yeah. But they don't dismember the cat. <laughs> no, they don't. <sighs> so final thoughts. What do you guys think? I just think like if you can avoid it, all killings wrong. But I do think my clever idea of putting them in the virtual reality world. I mean, maybe they can just live full time in the virtual reality world. But isn't that a prison? I mean, isn't this a prison? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it is. Um, Yeah, I feel like my, I would, I would just be putting them right into all the therapy and all, I would be doing all the things they said in the question they said will not work, but I would just try that first. And then, yeah, if they kept harming things, then it's really, it's really scary. I mean, I think, yeah, I don't know. I I think I would be, uh, I'd feel devastated and it would be horrible. But you couldn't ask your kid to, to harness. I would try, but I don't know. I don't believe necessarily that the Dexter method would work in real life, that they would actually be okay with just, plus they're never able to have real, real relationships. I mean, it's, yeah. but maybe that would be true regardless. Yeah. If you have those impulses. Maria. He always brought in donuts though. Dexter did? Mm-hmm. He, he kept it squeaky clean outside. Everyone liked him. If you bring in Except donuts to work. You're likable. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. you guys can't see my face, but my arms are outstretched and I'm just got my shoulders up and I'm going like, you're set. I'd rather yeah. have a quiche. Well, mm. it's not, that's... That's uh, so specific. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you brought in a quiche to work, everyone would be like, where are the donuts? Really? No one wants the quiche. Seriously? No. Bagels would be nice too. You want to bring in bagels with some locks? You don't want, you don't, oh yeah, yeah. I could get behind some bagels and locks. locks. I think bringing a quiche is um, just kind of presumptuous that yeah. people would like my quiche i don't yeah. know donuts on like a weekday are hard for me it's more like a weekend treat like uh, at like noon what? i i feel like i now really only want to eat a vegan donut mm. and i really yeah like donut friend in la is the oh, best it's good if that was presented to me at any time of day anywhere i will eat it yeah but there's something about eating a regular donut in the middle of the day uh that will just make me lethargic well, that's what happens why to are me you doing it in the middle of the day well, or in the morning it in just it's my yeah. day up wrong the one exception i will make is a fresh hot like right out of the frying oil plain donut with a cup of coffee mm. that's more yeah it's more like coffee cake at that point yes and i'm so into that i'll never turn that down but you never wow. get that because every donut that's coming into the office is like covered in crazy stuff yeah mm-hmm. i just want a plain donut frankly i'd rather a croissant as well i would get it croissants into. are hard croissants. though because you're it's gonna people someone coming into the 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 detective's office with a, with a bag of croissants those aren't flaky <laughs> they're gonna be hard and old i have had i had a, a croissant at starbucks that was the craziest thing i've ever had in my life i remember this i, I it was, what was it? it was literally like a loaf of bread i yeah and Wait, I i've could, had that there i feel like where it's like it's just it has no flaky texture it's no. like completely it's a dome that is has been hardened but yeah. it's like dough it's but crazy. It's it blew yeah, yeah. my mind. And it was chocolate too. So you opened oh, it wow. and it was like just a hard block of chocolate yeah. in there. But there was no flake. It was it was just bread. I was eating And they white used bread. to heat them up and they don't do it all the time now. <sighs> oh my God. Um, one thing I want to say is that I don't believe that anyone really likes the donuts where they have like cereal and cookies on top no, of them. No, I hate I don't those. think anyone wants that. No, I, I'm in general, if you give me a donut, like I can do a fancy donut friend vegan donut mm-hmm. if there's like a fruit element. Like I like the blueberry one sure. a lot. Or or there's like a lemon one that's good or strawberry. I'm all for it. But I'm, I don't like these crazy donuts. I don't need any of that. I need a 
chocolate. cake donut with the chocolate frosting on top. Yum. Chocolate bar was always my go-to. What? Mm. The chocolate bar. Long the John? twist or the twist? Mm. Is that oh, a long John? A long John was just like where it's like a I, rectangle. Yeah, I like that, but I like the twist mm-hmm. too. And I don't need an apple fritter. No way. Bear why, why would I want that? No, no I don't want it. No, no, I don't no, no, no. want chocolate it. Get it away. Part of it, in my opinion. Get it away from well, me. Well, how about chocolate with chocolate and peanuts? I can do oh, that. I can Sounds do chocolate good. with chocolate with sprinkles. I'm always yeah, down for a sprinkle. Me too. Okay, well, ladies. <laughs> well, we definitely solved that psychopathic <laughs> child's problem. Look how much more we're lit up by talking about donuts. It's easier, oh, I will say. Yeah, it's easier. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to quickly get to a dear big ones, which is, uh, did you send this to me, Maria? No. This I'm is when our li- our listeners write in with one of their uh, mm. dear big ones. Okay, great. Yeah, the psychopath dilemma was, was really, really tough. And I just, I pray that none of us oh God. have psychopaths That's way too scary <clears throat> yeah but what do you do if you have one or uh, we've talked about this before but that have you seen that documentary on youtube about the little girl oh my god the the little the <laughs> wait what is it this little girl was like crazy and was it on oprah no it was like this whole little documentary it was like in the 80s or 90s right she kept trying to kill, kill her, her parents. parents and she was like seven and she like would go they'd have to lock her in her room at night and she was like she was scary there was a child like this on oprah who was really violent and terrifying and so the family like they kind of were documenting the family and the one parent moved with the other child to a different apartment building while one lived with the crazy child uh-huh. in the, that apartment and then they would kind of like flip flop who was with what child, but they couldn't keep them together because she was trying to hurt the other one all the time. Uh, and it was, what do you do? Oh my God. It's so scary. What do you do if a child has cra- like you wake up in the morning or in the middle of the night and you look at you in your doorway and there's like a demon child there. That's the scariest thing that could happen. I mean, it, it- Kids are just kind of scary and the kids are just kind of psychopaths before they develop empathy. But there is a line of like if a kid is like has a knife and is trying to stab you. I remember one time or this is a story my mom told me that I was sleepwalking and then I walked into her room and just stood over the bed. No, 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 no. Go to bed. And I was like, no. Oh, no. And then I did. But (laughs) that's scary, though. I know it's so creepy. Okay, so here's our dear big ones. Uh, Recently, an old friend reached out and asked me on a date. But since asking for my number, he hasn't actually made the date. After some text messaging, taking him sometimes days to respond, I asked if he was free and he had other plans. Now I'm not sure to proceed. Do I keep bugging him? Let it go? Why ask me out if you're never going to take me out? Love, single lady. That is weird. That sucks. Do you feel like the guy got cold feet? I mean, or maybe who knows what's going on with him? Um, yeah, maybe he got cold feet or maybe he met someone else. Um, but at the end of the day, you don't want to be chasing someone. Mm-mm. No, but I do feel like you could if you were interested, you could ask him point blank. Like, yeah, what happened? You said you wanted to take me out and then we were texting and then you didn't. Like, I think it's OK to just be really yeah. straightforward. I love that. I think get clarification and then let us know what he said. Yeah. And then we'll help you. Because He did yeah. it. He deserves to be asked that question. Yeah. yeah. But also, you know, that there's another way of thinking. Well, I guess because they're friends. That's the thing. Because hmm. they were friends. He, she said an old friend. Uh, yeah. But what were you going to say? That like if someone asks you that to not put all your eggs in that basket to just kind of go on with your life. And if it happens, it happens. But yeah. to not kind of sit in that and wait for that. I know that's hard. Because you, you don't want if you ask him point blank, you don't want it to come across like you're trying to get like you don't want him to then like begrudgingly ask you out. Yeah. No, I think but I think it's more like, oh, I don't I just don't understand. Like I, it seemed like we were going to go out and then now it's been like this like and you have, did something come up it's okay if it did no big deal i like, like that being like yeah. cool about it not like accusatory but yeah be cool girl <laughs> just no, be chill no because then you're gonna yeah, be snap cool. you're gonna hey, snap hey man what's the deal i mean i think there's the definitely the version where you just pretend that didn't happen but i think the person who's doing that to you wants you to do that i don't like that like mm. i don't like ghosting i don't think that makes sense i think it's weird especially if you were friends so it's like this is a weird way to hand he's handling it very strangely it's possible he got nervous about actually going out with you after getting the 
Or, or maybe life. he he thought he took the first step, which was to ask you for your number, and now he's kind of waiting for you to ask. I don't him. know. I don't know. I think that if he really wanted to take her out, he would. Yeah, but also yeah. I I agree that it's like why not just get clarification so you can stop losing sleep over it. Yeah, like yeah. if he's like, oh, I actually started dating someone right when I did that. And yeah. Go, oh, okay, great. Why don't you just tell me that? Yeah, because otherwise she's just going to be wondering and like writing into all the podcasts about it. (laughs) (laughs) And then if you are, if it's someone you'd want to be friends with again, like that's it's hard to do that if you don't know what happened in this situation. You'll basically never be friends again if you can't figure it out because you'll always be like, what happened there? Yeah, that is that is true. Yeah, just be don't be too cool of a gal, but be cool gal and just be, you know, it's not that it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, not that big of a deal. He's definitely acting like he's not. So yeah, so you should too. You should you should care even less than he does. Yeah, if you. But I think I do think ghosters deserve to be put on the spot sometimes and just say, "Well, what what happened there? I don't understand. I I didn't get it. It was like weird." But yeah, I like that. Just ask. We're all human. You know what you say? You say, "Hey, um, uh, get ready because tonight I'm holding a seance." Mm, and then and go, we're gonna ha, 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 what and then and then go because you're ghosted me and i gotta see what's up <laughs> wow and then maybe he'll come through during the seance and yeah ask you out or he'll think that's so clever that i'll be like yes that's a good sketch idea uh, seance for you <laughs> where you get all the people that have ghosted you <laughs> yeah i'll do it yeah I'll yeah. put it in my packet. Yeah. <laughs> it's a packet one for sure. Are you going to write it? <laughs> I'll write it. And you didn't want to film it. <laughs> <laughs> we have a whole setup. I don't know why you don't want to do it. I'll get my camera. What do you want to do it? Well, right now I brought all these candles. <laughs> <laughs> we did have a Ouija board in here the other day. We did. That's funny. No ghost came through though. No. Um. <laughs> well, we've got was... donuts on the brain. I know. I am a little hungry. My stomach grows. Um, right now <laughs> well i hope it all works out for you um not you Lori. i mean the, no no the- <laughs> yeah that person i hope so too i i i truly just think it's it's okay to to ask the question without it, yeah it doesn't have to become a big deal it's just like and is texting not okay or next time they see each other i think text it texting is cool because you don't know what yeah i guess maybe they don't see each other that often it sounds like sounds like but i mean yeah if he was waiting days to reply to her and stuff mm-hmm. yeah but then that's just fucking i don't know i'll say this guy sounds like you don't want him as your boyfriend anyway but that being said if you want clarification get it it's a good practice in communicating like an adult yeah and he you weren't the one who asked him out so it's like not even embarrassing on any level why isn't this happening it's like he asked you out and then didn't follow up so like that's like worth a question like i was gonna go out with you i don't know Yeah. yeah yeah And then when he says, like, oh, sorry, I changed my mind, you go, well, you know what? You lose because you missed out on something great. Mm-hmm. And then uh, R-E-S-P-E-C-T starts mm-hmm. playing. And mm-hmm. you get up on top of the diner counter and do a dance. Because <laughs> you work, girl, you work at uh, hard, hard Rock Cafe. What's that place? Hard that- Rock Cafe. Oh, no, I'm um, the diner. Johnny Rockets. Johnny yeah, Rockin'. you work at Johnny Rockets. Yeah. But Hard Rock Cafe, you work at uh, at night on the weekends to Ooh, pay yeah. for your kids. And then school. there's a cute shy guy at the at the counter who he's there studying because he wants to go into geology. He's in high school. Yeah, he's in high school, and he looks at you, and you guys smile. And then five years later, when you're still working there, and he's done with school, and he's old enough to date, yeah, you guys go out, and he's wearing a suit now. Oh, cool. He goes, excuse me, and he orders the same thing. I'll have the chili cheese fries, and, and that's and, how you know it's him. Yeah, he got really tall, but he wouldn't have known. <laughs> he well, he says I'll have the chili cheese fries. Hold the cheese because when he said that before, you, you kind of looked at him. him and you said, you know, those are just called chili fries. You know, and but yeah, now, this- but meanwhile, you've really been wanting to open your own cupcake store. <laughs> yeah. So, and you've got the plans and the blueprints, and yeah. he's an architect now. And it really works out because he sees you drop the blueprints back behind the counter when you were trying to get the chili he fries. Goes, what by. are those? He goes, What are those? Uh, nothing, nothing. nothing. These, they, these just are just some sketches. Yeah. So, let me see them. And then he asks you, hey, what are you doing after work when you get off? And you go, no, I, I got to take care of, I got to take care of something. And then it's revealed that you're a single mom. Yeah. Yeah. But he loves kids. And your kid's been in the car all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone comes in screaming, saying there's a child. There's a child in the car. The windows are rolled up. And then you get arrested. Yeah. yeah. But the kid's okay. He he becomes the, he adopts the kid. The psychopath? 
Uh, oh no, the guy adopts it. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, stories. the ge- the geology or the architect adopts the kid, and then the kid turns out to be a psychopath. Yeah, and then this He's whole dilemma starts the, again. But you don't have to deal with it because you're in jail. Yes, yes, and you and your girls are just singing <laughs> around the jail. R e s p e c t. Suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me. And then one of the okay, I'll stop. I was going to say, and then there's someone who's visiting someone else in the jail and he hears you and it turns out he's the manager of a big music agency. Mm. Wow. And And he gets you a record deal and you're the first person in prison to ever record a platinum album. And then your electric guitar gets hung up in the Hard Rock Cafe. And then when you get out of jail, they ask you to come sign it. Yeah. And you do a whole step and repeat photo with the guitar and everyone's screaming and clamoring for your autograph and selfie. And then one night, your little boy, now now 25 years old, comes and kills you because of all the wrongs you've done. Hmm. And that's it. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, this has been great. Lauren, you are doing some cool stuff right now. You're in the Between Two Firms yes, movie. on Netflix. Um, watch that. And I have a bunch of podcasts that you can listen to, Freedom uh, with Scott Ackerman and Paul F. Tompkins, where we just talk about our lives and stuff, and we play games, and then Raised by TV, which is done now, but you can hear it all on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher Premium or whatever. It's all about TV. And then I have the Wild Horses podcast, which is our live shows recorded for you on Stitcher Premium. Everything's on Stitcher Premium. And then my special guest, Lauren Lapkus, my improv podcast. You can get a free month of Stitcher Premium by using code Lapkus. Sounds so like it's worth I it. I say yeah. do it. Hey, and while you're on Stitcher Premium, check out The Complete Woman. You or, should. Yes, which is also coming is going to be out on Eerios. Oh, soon. good. Yes. So I'm, they're being released from the paywall. That's fantastic. <laughs> Release good her. Good for you. Let her out. <laughs> I know. Let them all out. Yeah. That's what I say. They're going to come out at some yeah, yeah, point, yeah. I think. Yeah. And where can people find you? On Twitter and Instagram at Lauren Lapkus. Follow me. It's very fun. And you can find us on Twitter at the Big Ones Pod. You can email us your dear big ones or big big ones like we did today. We used a listener big big one at the big ones podcast at gmail.com. Join our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. You get so much. Rate great. Re- rate and review. Subscribe. And can you just tell one person about it? Tell one friend and also, yeah, get on the Apple podcast. That's where you need the, the reviews. Yeah. Go there tonight, today, right now. Right now. You're at work. You're, you're sitting there. It. You don't want to be so putting that number into do. that Excel spreadsheet. Make it a make it a thing where you set a timer for one minute. And I'll tell you, by the time the minute's done, you will have left a review. And you'll mm-hmm. feel so good. Mm-hmm. And you know what you should do? Go get yourself a donut. You should. You deserve it. But if you didn't, then you don't deserve it. And you should eat that quiche that that weird girl brought <laughs> oh, in. Quiche is good with a little side salad. Some, oh, with no. Some mustard, mustard vinaigrette. Oh, God. <laughs> I love a quiche. <laughs> anyway. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for being. Thank you, for Lauren. You were a lot of fun. This was fun. Thank you. So thanks so much, guys, for listening to The, the Big, Big Ones. Ones. Yay. Erios. Powered by ACAST. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com slash covered.